Boys, this is a microphone. Oh, I'm talking to the microphone. I don't know how. Okay, can you guys sing This Is The Day? This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice and be glad in This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Woohoo! Good job, Jane. Say welcome. Welcome to the to the practically practically speaking speaking mom mom podcast podcast. I love you, Jamie. I love you too. Bye. You want to do it too, Master? Say welcome. Welcome to the to the practically practically. Speaking, speaking, mom, mom, podcast, podcast, and say, that's my grandma. That's my grandma. I love you, Asher. I love you, Asher. (laughs) You're going to hear a little more from them in a couple of weeks because my daughter and I, Becca, got to do some recording while they were here for a week. Can't wait till you get to hear those episodes. But today, I just had to include them because this is a celebration week. They needed to sing This Is The Day for all of us. I'm, I'm kind of a gloating grandma, I guess you could say. Before we do anything else today on the podcast, I've got to tell you about next week. I feel in my spirit that it is one of the most important episodes that we've done, and I'll tell you why. It's because we have lots of family members in our lives or, or people we love that are walking around wounded or defeated or burdened in ways that we can help them if we learn how to value them more effectively. And that's what next week is about. Rich and I will do the episode together, but at the beginning, it will be Abby and Andrew and Emma. So I got lots of help to give this message next week. Let's get started with today's podcast I'm going to share with you something kind of heavy that's going on in our family this week. And then we will spend the rest of the time sharing some family bonding ideas for you to do with your family on Easter week. Let's go. We're celebrating this week because it is Easter week or Resurrection Sunday coming up. Some people call it Easter. We celebrate that we have a relationship with God now on earth because Christ came, he conquered sin and death, and he rose from the dead. This is what we're celebrating. Now, I know many of you may not be believers that listen to my podcast, and I am so glad you are here. This podcast is for you also. I know some of you may have experienced the unfaithfulness of a person who called themselves a Christ follower, And I want to say, I am so sorry for the ways you have been wounded in your spirit or in your body by a person who attended a church or called themselves a Christian, but didn't live a life of love before you. Please don't let that person keep you from peace with God and an eternity with God. 
I'm going to share some fun bonding activities today, but I told you that we have something going on in our family this week. I want to talk to you about that, which it sort of has something to do with eternity. Actually, my grandfather passed away yesterday. He was 99 years old and a World War II veteran. He joins my grandma in heaven now because he chose to follow Christ and and to say, I want to spend eternity with you. Now, they have five children. And by the time he died yesterday, they had 90 descendants. They were farmers, very poor farmers. In fact, my dad didn't even have an indoor bathroom until he was a senior in high school in the 60s. Can you believe that? Now, they were a family that worked together and prayed together. I was the second oldest of the grandkids. My brother was the oldest. My dad is the oldest of the five kids. When I would stay over at grandma and grandpa's house, we would, in the evenings, before we would go to bed, we would have family prayer. First, we'd read a passage of scripture. Then we'd all kneel down around the couches and chairs in the living room. And the funny thing is, sometimes those couches got a little too comfortable. You know, you're like leaning into them and, oh, this is so comfy. And my grandpa, he worked such long hours that by the time of night this was, he he would just be so exhausted. In fact, sometimes at dinner time, he would fall asleep at dinner. And so we'd be having family prayer, uh, you know, in the evening, and it was not uncommon for him to fall asleep mid-sentence. So he'd be praying along, and all of a sudden, he wasn't praying anymore. <laughs> so we'd wait a few seconds, and then he would resume back to praying again. <laughs> now, he and grandma's legacy is one of hard work, family love, faithfully attending church, knowing scripture, taking time for prayer. Grandpa would drive to the local nursing home once a week and have a Bible study with the residents. Occasionally, I would go along with him and help him with the singing, but it wasn't because I could sing. I think it was because, well, maybe he wanted to spend time with me. Maybe it was because I needed to go. I needed to serve. I needed to step out of my comfort zone and spend time with people who weren't like me, that that weren't my peers. And maybe I needed to learn those songs too. Now, all these years later, I take my kids to the nursing home once a month to sing hymns and to play games with them. And it is a rich and rewarding time every month. I guess you could say it's one way we're living out some of my grandpa's legacy. We all moms, we're all building a legacy. What are we doing with our time? You know, what are those things we do over and over again that perhaps our kids, maybe not today, they don't recognize it as something that they want to perpetuate, but someday. Now, one of my dad's visits last week to my grandpa, he was not showing much signs of awareness until dad began singing some old hymns that grandpa knew. Suddenly he was alert, eyes wide, showing some energy. My uncle was there and videoed him for the rest of us to see how alert he was for the last time. The power of music is an interesting thing. We experienced it also with my mother-in-law who passed away this, this past year. She wouldn't speak, but if we sang a song, she would sing along. Music seems to reach a deep place in our hearts. Now, my great-grandmother, when she passed, she talked about hearing the angels singing right before she died. And then my dear, dear friend, Sandy, 
as she was passing, her family sang an old song I know so well. And I'm actually going to sing a couple lines of it for you today, not because I'm a good singer, because I'm actually not. My kids did not inherit their singing ability from me, thankfully. They got that from Rich. Well, they probably got it from my mom, too. But I'm going to sing a couple lines for you anyway, because, well, it's just on my heart to do so. And then we'll go ahead and get to the family bonding activities. What a day that will be when my Jesus I will see, when I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When I take him by the hand, he leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. Grandpa, I hope you're having an awesome day today with Jesus and Grandma. Okay, friends, be sure and check the show notes for links to a lot of the things that I'm going to share with you today. First one is what we did last year on Easter week. It was the most stringent time of the lockdown from COVID, and so everything was closed. What a bummer of a time to have Easter, right? So I had gotten some, before everything locked it down, I had gone to the Dollar Tree and I'd gotten all these Easter baskets and some goodies. And I think God just knew what was coming for me and that we would need a little bit of a break and fun time. So what we did was we put these Easter baskets together and we delivered them to some different families. We just set them on their front porch and rang the doorbell and left. And it was a a Easter basket of goodies, including some juice and crackers if they wanted to do communion. And there is going to be a link in the show notes that you can look at if you'd like your kids to understand what communion is. Then there's a kid's version to help you do that. So what are some of my other traditions for Easter? Well, first of all, I love to focus on lambs rather than bunnies. I love bunnies and they're awesome, but I've been keeping my eye out for lambs because Jesus was the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So that is from Genesis 22:7 and Ezra 6:20 as prophecies and then fulfilled in John 21:15, 1 Peter 1:18 1, through 19. It's mentioned again in Acts 8.32, Revelation 5.12. It's also mentioned in Psalm 23, all aspects of Christ as the Lamb of God or else, you know, God as the shepherd. So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit there, but I just thought it would be fun. I started this a couple of years ago to start looking for lamb decorations at Easter time. Okay, here's my next thing. Resurrection eggs. Just these are something you can buy at a Christian bookstore or they're also at Hobby Lobby or you can make your own. And I'm going to have a a link in the show notes for how you could make your own. But these are just 12 Easter eggs, you know, the plastic Easter eggs that you pop open. And it's there's a different object you're supposed to put in each one so that you teach an object lesson to your little kids about the meaning of celebrating Easter. So there'll be details about that in the show notes. And then resurrection rolls. If you haven't done those, a super easy version of this is to take a marshmallow and wrap around the outside of the marshmallow crescent roll, just buying a can of crescent rolls if you want to, wrapping a roll around the marshmallow, baking it, 
as normal instructions on outside of the crescent rolls. And then when it, when it comes out, you want your kids to help make them. Okay. So that when it comes out, this marshmallow has melted and it looks, you break it open and it looks like an empty tomb. It represents that. So there's also a link for that in the show notes. And then I have not made it enough of a point each year to do this one very often, but we have done it a couple of times, a Jewish Seder, and not traditionally so, but just, I just looked up what are the different traditional steps in a Jewish Seder, and we did those steps with the kids to help us. Well, if you haven't ever studied Jewish holidays, they are fascinating, and it's it's very cool to learn how each one of these things points to the Messiah. And as these traditions were made, they were hoping for a Messiah who would conquer sin and death so that we have the hope of eternity. And for those of us who are Christ followers, we see him as the Messiah. Okay, next is just a neighborhood. I'm always looking for ways to connect with my neighbors. And some years I'm too busy to do well, and some years I'm better at it. But I've got a picture that is in one of my Easter blog posts that I'm going to share this week. And it's of Emma. Some we just, we just invited the neighborhood kids over for a little outside Easter party, and it was a lot of fun. The teens had the Easter eggs, and we had treats that were super easy, but really cute. And so the pictures will show that, such as just taking a pretzel and using some almond bark melted to put pastel-colored M&Ms on it to make it into a flower. Super cute. And then taking some plain white disposable cups and drawing an Easter bunny face on it and then sticking a little M&M on there as the nose. Or I used little pom-poms, but you could use the M&Ms. Anyway, it was a really fun time. And, and I did the resurrection eggs with the neighborhood kids. Ask the moms ahead of time. Okay. So... Then the last thing I wanted to mention is family communion. Now, we spend this time to pray together, to remember together, to bond together. We're doing this to honor and remember and be thankful for Christ coming to earth, God coming to earth, and taking our place to be a ransom for sin, basically is what he was so that we could spend eternity with this perfect God. You know, when God created creation, he did make it perfectly. Then sin enters the world, and and with it comes all of this stuff that all of us are so very sick of. The, the Bible says that eternity will include a new earth, a new perfect earth again. I'm looking forward to a great earth where I don't have worries and fears. There's not even going to be any night And there's not going to be sorrow or death or pain. And there's not going to be political arguing. Doesn't that sound awesome? So eternity and a new earth, all of these things just are, are something I am so excited about and looking forward to. And it's what we celebrate when we do communion. And having communion as a family can be done with whatever you have on hand. Some crackers and some juice works just great. I have a link, like I said a few minutes ago, for how to do that or or telling your family what it is. It's through jellytelly.com. If you're not familiar with that website, that can be helpful to moms of littles. 
May God bless you and your family this Resurrection Weekend as you pray together, worship together, bond together, as your family becomes more and more God's masterpiece in the making. See you next week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to tell you what next week is. You guys, next week is one of the most important weeks that we've had, I feel like. And I don't know, you listen to it and you tell me if I'm wrong and that it's not, but it is on specific steps you can take to learn how to value your family members more effectively. Some of them are walking around in pain, maybe pain you didn't have anything to do with causing, but you can be a source of healing as you learn how to show them value, lift them up. That's what next week is about. I've got a lot of helpers on the episode, including Rich and I, who will be doing the episode together, but it starts out with Abby, Emma, and Andrew. Join me then. I'm praying for you, Mom. No matter what season of motherhood you're in, God has a purpose for your steps, and He's walking right beside you. When you weep, He weeps with you. And when you're anxious, He wants to be your comfort and your peace. And then, when your journey begins to reveal the redemption and victory that He was working on for you all along, God is going to be rejoicing with you on that day too. It's been an honor to spend time with you today. If this podcast has been a blessing, share it with a friend, leave a review, and head over to practicallyspeakingmom.com to subscribe to my weekly email that contains that week's podcast episode, blog post, and show notes. Join me on Instagram at Practically Speaking Mom and in my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. See you next week.